But I was going back. I'm eating it. Uh, what, this what, is a bad idea to do this right before we start. But Sour Patch Kids? What do you got going no, on? No, it's one of those sour soothers. Oh. Um, I was going back, peeling through. I don't know why. I was just doing it on old sap pods. And I clicked on our Christmas extravaganza award show. And that might be the most over-exaggerated Scotty episode 140 of all time. I laughed out loud at how ridiculous he sounded, so... <laughs> If anyone wants to go back and listen to that, you should. Just it's first ten seconds. You should have pulled it. I should have, but oh well. I didn't. Uh Spanish Announce Table Podcast is what we name this bad boy. We talk about professional wrestling. <laughs> March twenty second, two thousand and seventeen. My name is Warren. Brando is here. I am. Scotty's not, but PWA Hall of Famer Big Bad Boris is. How we doing, boys? I'm good. Yeah? Solid. Hold me down. I'm here every week. Scotty's missing a whole bunch of time now, too. Yeah. It's two weeks for him, but that's partially my fault. Yeah, you're uh, busy on Thursdays these days. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on on Thursdays, anyway? Mm. <clears throat> you take the fucking soother out of your mouth? <laughs> you're like your spirit, I'm trying to chew it as like bad as I can. smacking in my ear. A semblance of professionalism <laughs> here? Uh, we're, we've been live on location for our radio show the last two Fridays, so I don't have time to do the thing that I usually push to Fridays that I'm supposed to do on Thursdays. So you have to move the fuckery that you usually do on Thursdays to Wednesdays. Exactly. Where were you on location last week? Last week we were out at a bar in St. Albert for St. Patrick's Day. Where are you? And this week this we're week? at the Beer Fest at the Shaw. I've never been to that before. It's all right. If if you like random beers, like craft beers and all sorts of different weird stuff, then it's for you. It's not for me, though. A little pricey. Me yeah. Neither. Isn't it a little pricey? Or am I thinking of it's maybe... It's usual, uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe Drink ticket prices and stuff. And they only give you, like, samplers, too. But I remember the one year we went, we found the one booth that was giving full-sized samplers for, like, the same tickets as everywhere else. Yeah. And it was some shitty <laughs> local brewery from, like, fucking Fernie or something but gross. Where'd, but where'd you keep going back to? But they, we, we stood, literally, we had, like, X amount of drink tickets at the end of the night. We yeah. just stood there and used it. And then <laughs> they got caught out for it because we were drunk walking around the place being like, you know, that booth over there has got the full size. And then they figured them out, and they gave them shit, and they had to cut it back to, like, sampler sizes. So yeah, so that's we ruined supposed it to, for everyone. That's supposed to be one of those things you keep in your back pocket. Yeah, way to kayfabe there, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> and we were, like, drunk 18-year-olds. I mean, what, what do you Oh, expect? so that was last year? Yeah, yeah mm. pretty much. But yeah, So that was my one experience of actually going to it and not where we worked it last year. I feel like I can't get it in me fast enough sure. at that thing. I think Paige said that this week. That's true. Oh. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, before we talk about all of that, um, we should also mention that, that this just happened on Twitter. Uh, Jim Ross, his wife, uh, got, she was riding her Vespa, I think is what he said. Yes. And mm-hmm. was hit by a car and had multiple skull fractures. They did surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in critical condition all day today. And then he tweeted this out, uh, when was this? Less than an hour ago. Um, a priest gave my wife, Jan, her last rites tonight. My little angel is gone. So that's. Oh, horrifying news. And just the way that he worded that, too. Like, I was sitting there, and I just, like, it kicked me right in the heart. So that that sucks. And the fact that he's letting everyone in on social media mm-hmm. and, like, Well, being... there's been 
a massive outpouring of everyone just letting him, even when he just announced that she had been injured, the people being like, oh, condolences, let me know if you need anything. And mm-hmm. everyone from wrestlers to fans to promoters to you name it, people were reaching out to him. So Yeah, you got to lean on something when that happens. So And he's got a big community to lean on, which is good. But he's a pretty respected guy in the, totally. in the industry. Well, who didn't grow up listening to him is the thing, right? Like yeah. He spans three, four decades now, yeah. so it sucks, but... Anyways, we're uh, we're thinking about old Jr. as we do this podcast today, and I wanted to get that out of the way before we talked about the ridiculousness that we will be talking about later. So, uh, those don't belong in the same set. No, they don't. No, they don't. So we'll we'll keep them as far separated as we can. Uh, What's new with you boys? Anybody got a story that they'd like to tell us? Ah, well, Warren, I went curling for the first time Uh, in my life. Yes, sorry, the first three times in my life. I learned all about the ice last week, actually. So. I yeah, I was listening. Yeah, okay. Maybe I should start with that. I listened to the first twenty minutes of your guys' show, mm-hmm. which I'm not ought to do, mm. um, because we. It's how bored you were at work that day? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was because I saw on Twitter, Scotty's like, "Oh, Boris got a big promo yeah. uh, about the belt," and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm probably somewhere in that. I should probably listen to this." <laughs> um, <laughs> so I listened to that, and uh, I wanted to give a genuine thank you to all the Satpod listeners out there. Because you can you could see the vote swing from the time Scotty just told everyone to vote for Boris, right. and he went way out in front to the time all the listeners got to listen to the pod and <laughs> WrestleMania came flying back, uh, tied it up in the uh, midnight hour, That's as true. I understand it. And I like that you're thanking people, even though your option got the least amount of votes. Yeah, well, I did but. say, and I don't think th- I actually don't think this had anything to do with it. But I did say, if it looks like I can't fucking win, don't vote for me. Right, because then you still have a chance to be the first exactly. ever champion. I didn't. I didn't need all. I didn't need to get ten of those WrestleMania votes and then have neither as an option. True. Yeah. Um, so good on the people. She also made us plates, which you can see on our Twitter. Which are incredible. Yeah, those, those are sure. fucking yeah. awesome. They're pretty sweet. Uh, maybe implied that I'm someone I'm not, but... <laughs> I... <laughs> and all it says is SS. Yeah. You can jump to your own conclusions That's as right. to what that maybe, means. Yeah, maybe so. you're a Nazi. Su- super, st- <laughs> like super, super, st- super stud. There you go. That, yeah. that works too. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are pretty wicked though. You should check them out on our Twitter, at Zapod. Silver snowboarder. Yeah, silver, silver surfer. Okay. Shit sandwich. <laughs> uh, how was curling? Uh, it was great. Um, Did you drink? I drank a lot. I I drank. Did you drink? It, so we went out. So so my, my entire schedule was a practice Wednesday for those who have never curled in their life. That was me. So I went out and learned how to do it. And God, if you could have seen me with the slider on, for those that don't know, slider is a little piece of plastic you put on one of your feet mm-hmm. so you can really rip around out on the ice. Um, I'm. I was like, literally, it was like Bambi. Like knees wiggling, like leaning on my broom, <laughs> like almost crawling on the ice to get to where I needed to go. Um, your my body was super sore after that, and I didn't didn't even throw a whole lot of rocks. I was just that like sore from like my body being so tense on the ice, trying not to fall down. Right. Um, and then I started to get the hang of it uh, by like end of the day Friday. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm starting to be able to get along around on this little piece of plastic. But once you've been drinking for a whole day Saturday, I could barely stand on hardwood, let alone <laughs> like a sliding piece of plastic on the ice. Uh, so needless to say, I fell multiple times. Uh, didn't hurt myself. Uh, we had one lady on our team fall and like crack her head on a rock. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, that's she, not good. She, she powered through. Did she? Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> Which I, would, I even said, I was like, I would have I gone home. Yep. I would have been this. done. Fucked I'm out. done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was... Uh, 
the tournament was kind of split where every team had two good curlers and two bad curlers. And I was put on the team I was for my drinking acumen, not for my curling acumen. And I like to think I held up that end of the bargain. Sure. They knew what they were yep. getting. Um, so I was, this kind of ties into my story because I did the, the 24 hour stream last weekend. Yep. And, um, some of the, some of the Sapod listeners swung by, popped, popped in, said hello. So thank you for doing that. Thank mm-hmm. you for anybody who donated as well. Uh, it went well. I got all the way through it and didn't. The, the biggest struggle for me was the last hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And the weird thing was is that, like, so the last 40 minutes, I was really, like, starting to do the head bob and, like, had to, like, I just started singing to keep myself yeah. away from, like, nah, 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 like just yeah. random noise. Uh, and I made it. And I'm not kidding you. I turned the TV off, got up, and walked right into my bedroom and hit the bed. And then I was wide awake for an hour. Like, I couldn't fall asleep for a Jeez. full hour after that, which is really weird. Then I set my, because this is, so it ended at nine o'clock in the morning. I set my alarm for one o'clock so that I could get like a half sleep and then just get be tired sleep schedule back the day, on day. Get it back on track. Yeah. And then go back to bed at a normal time at night. And so I set it for one, didn't actually fall asleep till 10. And I woke up at 12. So I had two hours of sleep. Yep. And I felt totally recharged after those two hours. It was the weirdest thing ever. That's crazy. Like I woke up and I was wide awake, didn't feel tired at all. I had another like forty-five minute nap later in the afternoon, which made me feel weird, worse, which is extra weird. But. We're on Sunday at this point. Yeah, I also had a nap uh, but, on uh, Sunday. So yeah, so Saturday, um, you came home, and you weren't you weren't super drunk. Uh, no, because I came home between my games, and after my first game, I was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home because I had to find my wallet, which is a whole other story that's, about that weekend. That's true. So what should I tell? I should probably tell that one later. Okay. Um. But then coming home Saturday night, uh, I was, yeah, 10 bell wasted. Were you still up when I came home? Saturday I must have been. Oh, yeah, because you would have been. Up till 9 o'clock in the morning, so yes. Yeah, okay. You tried so to I... sit down in the chair, and I told you not to because you would fall asleep. <laughs> and then right. snore, and then you're like, you're right, I'll go to bed because <laughs> of the stream. Yeah. People don't want to hear me snoring. Yeah. Uh, um, ended up doing that anyway Sunday. Yes. Well, when I, I wasn't streaming, which is all right. Yeah. But I did sit next to you and snore a whole bunch. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, well, you continue telling your story because I want to tell the events of you getting home on Sunday. Okay. Are we, are we, um, do you want me to do my wallet then? Sure. Because that's, re- that's really the only thing I that's have left. That's the thread that ties this all right, together. Right. Okay. So my wallet, uh, I wake up Saturday morning. Uh, I was blackout drunk the night prior. Um, I call an Uber because it's got to take me to the rink because I'm not stupid enough to drive to the curling rink because I know actually my car stayed at work the whole friggin' weekend. Um, the Uber arrives and I do a quick pat down and I'm like, oh fuck, I uh, I don't know where my wallet is. And then immediately was like, oh, I'm 100% sure it's probably in my curling bag at the rink. And I was just too drunk to remember to take it home last night. So I get there, it's not in there. So then I'm kind of in half panic mode because I'm like, okay, there's like company credit cards in there and like stuff that's just going to be a pain in the ass to replace, documents and whatnot. So I'm like, okay, it must have been at home and I just didn't look hard enough because I was so sure it was here. So I came back in between games. I was still pretty sober at this point. Uh, looked around, still couldn't find it. Kind of made my peace with the with the whole thing. I was like, okay, I'm not going to let it ruin my weekend. I'll go get everything replaced Monday. Went back to the curling rink. He transferred a guy I was curling with a bunch of money, and he just gave me straight cash. So yep. I had something to drink off of. Mm-hmm. That's what was most important. Grabbed my passport from home, so I had some ID in case I needed it. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm good to go for the rest of my curling weekend. I tell this sob story of mine. To anyone who will listen, like, oh, I don't know where my wallet is. It fucking sucks. Uh, I was uh, with this, uh, hanging out with this older couple, not older, but like 
Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, like a decade older than me. Sure. Um, younger than some buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh, that really sucks. I can't believe you lost your wallet. That, and they were there on the night I lost it. And everyone's super bummed out. And I'm like, oh, let's not, let's not let it worry me. Let's go out there and curl. I curled against that team. Uh, we all got super drunk. Uh, it was 2 a.m. They had already left. I'm still sitting at the bar because it's open till 4 at the curling rink. Um, and then I get a text from this guy who I curled against, who I never talked to uh, prior, um, saying, hey, I have your wallet. I had your wallet the whole time you were telling me you lost your wallet in my back pocket, and I was just too drunk to ever notice. So the whole time on the curling rink, I was bitching about where my wallet was. This guy's standing there with saying, it. yeah, that sucks, with my wallet in his back pocket that he had had for 24 hours before he ever let me know. Uh, so then I went through the roof because yep. I had my wallet back. Obviously got super excited, got really drunk. Uh, and then that's when I came stumbling home to mm. you uh, and you kicked me into my bedroom. So I did not snore. Yes. And then Sunday, um, you came home because you guys played at like 10 o'clock in the morning on yep. the Sunday, made, right? Made it to the semis. Right. Um, so Lost very badly. Then you were done and you drank and you were home by like 5.30, quarter yep. to 6 yep. in the afternoon. And you came in, you were texting me beforehand and said that you were like 2.30 a.m. drunk at 5.30 at night. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, brace for the full impact of Hurricane Brando <laughs> going to be coming. coming through that door. And it's still daylight, so he's not going to want to go to bed. Uh, so he comes home and I was watching, I think I was watching Lucha Underground at the time. And <laughs> you came in, going to the kitchen, made yourself a sandwich, sat down, had one bite of said sandwich, and then proceeded to pass out for the next three and a half hours. <laughs> Just and, and out cold. Yeah. I was moving your arm. I was poking you. Yeah. I was full on like, hey, screaming, <laughs> nothing. Out like a light, snoring his ass off to the point where I had the TV turned up to like mock level nine. And it was, yeah. Uh, we have video of that we can put on this app pod. We do. We do. We want to do that. Um, but it's impressive the way that you can sleep and no. not be disturbed Yeah, the way, at all. Like, And it's only because I'm a light sleeper when I'm not drinking. Sure. Yeah. But as soon as I get even like three drinks in me, mm. just out. Gonzo. Yeah. Which I've learned about you in yeah. the past. And I don't know what, I ha- I have this weird, you know, you have kind of like triggers in your brain sometimes when you're drunk, things that maybe like catch on. And then just every time you're drunk, you start saying them or you start doing them. Um, one of mine is if I come home super drunk, I will sit down in the main room or sleep in the main room. Whereas anytime I just come home and I'm tired, mm. I go to my bedroom. It's true. So, I don't know what it is. I don't it's know if it's just thing. your company that yeah. I want. Yeah. I'll talk to you for a while, but mm. I just fall asleep right on the couch. So that was our weekend. Yeah, curling, Video games curling's fucking hard. Boris, what's new with you? <laughs> there he is. Old man fell asleep. Oh, sorry. Did I doze off during that mm-hmm. riveting fucking wallet story? Yep. Ah, boom. Zinger. Who's old now? <laughs> Oh, it's like, what did I do to deserve this one? <laughs> uh, nothing much, really. I went to see a movie last night with the family. What'd you see? Beauty and the Beast. Ah, how is it? It's pretty good. I think I'll, I'll go see that at some point. And by go see it, I mean I'll probably wait till it's on Netflix or mm-hmm. something. I went to the IMDb, as I usually do after I see a movie, and I read the reviews, and like everybody hated it. Really? But I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. I've heard mm. that it's almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake of the cartoon. I don't know a whole lot about the cartoon, so yeah, I don't know if I've even seen it to be honest. But I got uh, too many movies I gotta go see right now. I gotta go see that Get Out movie. 
Yeah. I want to see that Logan movie. Yeah. Um, there's another one I think that's out right now that I thought about going to see. But I want to see Chips. Do you really? Chips looks Is fun. That, that hits it? Yeah. I, I missed Chips. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Chips. I know of it. I haven't seen one either. Yeah, okay. So it just looks funny to you. Yeah, I, I haven't actually funny. seen a trailer for the movie, so I don't know much about it. But I know the guy, uh, Dak Shepard, is pretty funny that's in it. I can get down with some Dax. He was on Punked. Wasn't that the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Dax? Good Lord. No. No? That's a that's a fictional monster. And his, it's acted by Batista. So I, you should, I, I you should have known that, I know. probably. I do. But. I was, I was, so making, I was making a pun. <laughs> was like, was right like, the fuck over your head. <laughs> superheroes. Superhero usual. Superheroes tend to stay yeah. a little younger. That's true. Yes, yes, because Batman hasn't been around since before the dawn of time. Uh, He's still a young man. Batman's a young man. He's a young man. How old is Batman? Uh, I don't know. He's a billionaire bachelor. Probably a millionaire. He's he's probably have to be a billionaire. Afford all that shit. Probably debuted in probably the 40s or something. His age in comic. I'm not talking about the age of his comic. 25. You fucking moron. Great in our wheelhouse, then. Do they have old man superheroes? Yeah, Boris. I'm trying to think if there is an old man superhero. There Maybe has to be one out there somewhere. Superhero. There has to be one. But I don't know. if Again, if Scotty was here, he'd be piping up. Yeah. Betty White. She is kind of a superhero. You're right. Nothing comes up when I get it. So. <laughs> the Undertaker. Sure. Where's a cape? Yep, Those he does. Bolts. He does. <laughs> old Thor. Well, Thor's even pretty young. Thor's got to be. Well, but, he's he could be old. Right. In, in Earth like, years, he's probably... 300-something yeah. ridiculous. But he looks young. Right. Yoda? Does Yoda count as a superhero? Well, he's old. I was, yeah, <laughs> that's true, I guess. He's also got kind of a cloak, so... <laughs> All right, uh, anything else before we move on to the news? Yeah, I've lost interest. I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh, I've got... More wallet stories, if you want. <laughs> it was in his pocket the whole time. Randall loses his wallet on about a bi-weekly basis. So. Yep, I got lots of stories I can tell. And it always comes back to him. You're gonna get burned one day. Never ever has he actually lost his wallet. Identity yeah. theft, and there'll be another Brandon Lynch walking around buying things at the That'd brick. Be weird. That would be weird. Why would you want to steal my identity? Renting videos at oh, Blockbuster like, of all the identities. Maybe swing a little harder for the fences. <laughs> All right, let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. I have some inductee, uh, inductor. Sorry, uh, announcements regarding the uh, Hall of Fame. I don't remember exactly when the cutoff for the announcements were. Uh, do we know who in, is inducting Teddy Long yet? Yeah, AKA. like we do. Do the listeners know? Um, Have we said it? I don't think we've really been keeping up with it. Okay, so that's going to be the APA, mm-hmm. which is which is a great pick. It's a tag team that's been around for a while. That yep. I'm sure I've known him, so it makes sense. Yes. Uh, Natalia is going to induct Beth Phoenix. That's an easy pick as well. Uh, Eric Bischoff is going to induct DDP. 
That one's out there. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Be honest but with they're probably a lot of knowledge from the WCW days. Sure. And, uh, John Cena inducting Kurt Angle. Yeah, I still would have preferred Stone Cold, but I see why you do John Cena. It makes sense. Sure. Um, oh, you got one. Um, I'm out. I went too far back. Oh, wow. Uh, it's whoever's inducting the tag team. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. Jim, Jim Cornette. Yeah. Which is, I mean, him and Bischoff, two guys up there that I did not think that would be up there. But Why wouldn't you think Bischoff would be up there? I don't know. I just feel like he's said enough things about the company that Vince would be petty enough to be like, no, here, fuck you. You're not coming anywhere near us. Um, and am I, and maybe am Vince I, is growing up. Am I missing anyone? Uh, no, because Dana will do the Warrior event, or the right. award, I assume. And that's everyone. I think so. No celebrity this year. The rumor was that, I think we were talking about that last week, but there was no celebrity. Rumor was that it was going to be Shaq until this whole match fell through. So, Oh, I see. No celebrity this year. Mm-hmm. But. Well, that's all for uh, all for them. Uh, Vince McMahon was in a car accident uh, very close to WWE headquarters. There were some pictures online of a bystander who was very excited. He just saw the whole event happen. Well, it's because Vince is, like, he wasn't even in full suit. He had, like, a track pants on. Yep. And, like He's going to work out, <laughs> perhaps. And like the one or maybe picture, that's what he just goes around in when he's not on TV. The one picture of him looked like that famous picture of the Sasquatch where he's in like mid-stride. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could think of when I saw it was this case of coconut. A in rare his hand. picture of Vince McMahon not in his suit. <laughs> Hilarious. Did you listen to the uh, 911 audio? No. Because it was like a third-party female that called it in. Yeah. And she's explaining that it's this Honda Accord that's been hit, and there's there's a baby seat, but I don't know if the baby was in the car and. And there's this other black vehicle. I don't know what kind of vehicle it is. And sir, sir, is that your black vehicle? Yes, it's a Bentley. All right, thank you. Like you could just hear him off in the background, and him just even talking made me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, one other uh, vehicle involved. Uh, Vince McMahon was uh, reportedly uninjured. Sounds like everyone was uninjured. Um, Vince McMahon has the money to afford that Bentley if that is his fault. It's um, true. That is true. Okay. I, I really kind of hope for the other guy's benefit that Vince McMahon just pays for it either way because Vince McMahon can afford this whole thing. Just brush it under the carpet and let's move on. And the other person has a baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys uh, ready for the big one? Yep. All right. Paige commented on her Twitter. You got on this story way faster than me, so you might more, know more details about the beginning. Mm. Uh, said... Personal and private photos of mine were stolen, and unfortunately, they were shared publicly without my consent. I woke up to the news from Boris, so maybe Boris can explain more than me, because I don't really... It just happened. Like, leaks kind of just show up, and then it's There's a thing. There's been a lot of them lately. Uh, this happened over 24 hours ago, and I'm so old, I can't remember past 24 hours, so I can't really comment on that. Too much. Mm. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was Monday. Or, I mean, was it that shortly ago? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, over the past two days, I guess, this has all been happening. And it was started, I think, with Emma Watson. I don't know if it's the same guy that did it. There's right. obviously no that way That seems to, know. to be where the nudes started. Right. Um, and then it just kind of trickled down into... Like, did this happen? It, it was Labor Day two years ago or something? A year and a half ago? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but that one was a big one, too. Same sort of thing, where it was all these celebrities that had this iCloud hack thing happen that caused these pictures to get released, but... Hopefully they don't take mine. Yeah. 
That's um, nobody needs to see that. No, no. Um, Victoria also had a nude leak mm-hmm. while we're hovering around. The... Uh, Maria. Maria is in there. Who am I missing? Uh, well, we how do we uh, we got to tie tie in uh, Xavier Woods and well, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> Brad Maddox and Brad Maddox into this whole thing. Yeah, because I guess there was some sort of sex tape out there. That's a weird situation. Like, I get that, like, oh, you're on the road all the time, but it's just like, wow. Like, there's there was a full production setup where Brad Maddox had a handheld, and then there was also a tripod with a, like, hard camera shot. And, like, you guys went all out when you made this video. But apparently they're all old for people thinking that now Alberto Del Rio is going to be all pissed off. It didn't look old. It's from her NXT days is supposedly the rumor. So And the... People she was with check out for that too. It does, so. yeah, yeah. Well, because Maddox has been gone for ever, year and a half now, mm-hmm. two years. So it has to be at least that amount of time. But remember yeah. him? He was a treat. That's the thing that happened. He got his, and then he got out. Mm. I think that's it. I think we've said all that we need to say about that topic. They were naked people. Mm-hmm. They're on the internet, and they're not going anywhere. No, either. you go find them if you want to. Exactly. Nudes. <laughs> uh, is that it for your news? Yeah. Okay, right, just... What do you got? I have my printout here, but I'm so old that I can't actually read the paper. Okay. I can't focus on it. So. Uh, I can do yeah. it. I still have young eyes. We'll just have to move on, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do... It's probably all old news anyway. That's true. Probably is all old news. <laughs> uh, let's do the Monday Night Raw. Now get the cards, the drugs. The Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York, home of probably SummerSlam for the next 15 and a half years. I think it'll go back to L.A., but after that, probably back in Brooklyn. It just flips back and forth That's between right. those two. That's, I guess, That's right. very, very possible. Except for one in, like, North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota doesn't get enough love for the SummerSlam, right. do they? They're, they have one of the most beautiful summers of the year, North <laughs> Dakota. Uh, it's just a dry pool. The show opens with Mick Foley coming to the ring. I uh, read it, uh, read it, Jesus, read a statement uh, about uh, his time there and thanked Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and apologized for his actions last week and then announced that he will be taking a leave of absence effective immediately. He then tore up index cards with his prepared statement on them and began yelling with his finger pointed out, which I sent a video of myself mimicking the words. Index cards! Uh, <laughs> that he... Uh, was a lot more that he wanted to say. His microphone then cut out, and Stephanie McMahon came to the ring. I love the uh, touch of them cutting the microphone. That seems like something that they do from time to time if things get out of hand. So it, when they do it in a storyline, I uh, I'm all for that. Mm. Uh, Stephanie said they gave Mick Foley index card because he screws up everything and has only ever been concerned with being liked. Uh, then she fired him and told him to get out of the ring. Foley started to leave, but then Sami Zayn came out. Foley told him not to push it. Sammy got in the ring, told Stephanie she should be ashamed of herself. And Stephanie told him that he should go to the back and think about how to make this up to her. Zane started to leave and then came back uh, and said he's never done the smart thing. He's only ever tried to do the right thing. And then Joe came out and Stephanie made a match between Joe and Zane. 
Happy Zane is finding his way into this anti-authority role that has just done gangbusters for other people. It's true. It's that you take the indie darling, mm-hmm. quote unquote, mm-hmm. and you put him in this situation against the mean higher ups in the WWE, and it, it'll pay dividends for a guy. That's right. Um, people want to get on board, and it ties people in like well ska. with with uh, <laughs> people like horns with the Foldy thing because they butted heads recently. Yeah, and so it makes a lot of sense. Yep. I think that all spun in the right direction. Uh, that match happens immediately in which Samoa Joe defeated Sami Zayn. Joe managed to get Zayn to tap out to the Coquina Clutch, uh, which they're really getting that move over, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. So that was pretty predictable. I don't mm-hmm. think uh, you can have Joe lose yet. What? Where does Joe fit in at WrestleMania, do you think? Well, remember when we started watching this and you already know, knew, I was going to ask you, you think they're just doing Joe and Zayn again at Mania? Because whatever they wanted to do with Joe isn't going to mm-hmm. fall into place. But then they had Joe beat him again so clean that I was like, well, maybe not. <laughs> and, but, I mean, they don't really have necessarily plans for either one of them. No. So it is possible. Yeah, you could do that. You maybe want to add a little something to it because we've seen it. But like The easy answer for anybody who doesn't have anything to do with WrestleMania is always the Battle Royal. But I don't think I want to see either one of those two in the Battle Royal. It might do something cool for Zane. To win that. But you, we, the problem is we have our guys. We want to win yeah, that already. If Braun's so. in it, he wins it is yeah. what we've been saying. So, uh, But, yeah, I feel like Joe already kind of feels bigger than that Battle Royal. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Mick Foley's walking backstage saying his goodbyes. He stops to talk to Sammy, who gives him a big hug and does the, they say, never to meet your heroes, but I met mine and I'm glad I did, yada, yada. Uh, then he runs into Sheamus and Cesaro, and they brought up the moment where he kind of first started screaming and had some success with it and then decided to do it every single week. With the finger. Which is a good callback. I like that they went into that with, mm. with Sheamus and Cesaro, and they both said that, well, we wouldn't even be a tag team if we weren't, or if it wasn't for you, and this never would have worked out, and we won the championships and stuff. So that yeah. was cool. They got a title run out of it, however yeah. brief. God bless him. Uh, and then Bailey was the last one, and she gave him a, actually kind of looked like an awkward hug to me, but... It was like a like a hug with your uh, uh, the inside of your like forearms. Like yeah, all hug past the elbow. But putting like your hips way bar far back out. Yeah. so you're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they panned over and Triple H was standing there, and my God, did he <laughs> look like a dickhead? Yeah, he just had this pose where he's like, I just look like a an a hole, and then he gets right in Foley's face and says, "Have a nice day," and smiles and walks off and is a big jerk. So yeah. You still got that jerk thing, okay? Yeah, he's, a good, right he's, a, he's a good heel. Mm-hmm. Um, does this, you think, come to anything at some point down the line? I think it would be great use. Like, I think it's tough to get Mick Foley ever back if the goal is to ever have him back without addressing that in some way. Sure. So if it's Triple H against some hooligan that uh, Mick Foley finds out, then that would be uh, something I would like to see. Maybe a Sami Zayn, Triple H at SummerSlam or something. Sure. I don't know. Something else, yeah. Ties in with the whole authority thing that we were just talking about. So, mm-hmm. Who knows? Could happen. Um, the announced team interviewed Seth Rollins. I hated this. Physical therapist on an update <laughs> for Rollins' status. Uh, he said Rollins' rehab is going miraculously, but there's no doctor that would clear him for WrestleMania. The fear is that if Rollins does indeed compete, they'll be seeing him at the doctor's office the next day. 
uh, even though I didn't like it, I thought that this guy was actually somewhat decent on camera, and he wasn't blubbering all over himself, right yeah. off, which is good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This was just so dumb. Like, why? Why did we need to do this? Like, it was a live interview. I don't know. I didn't like it, but uh, Charlotte Flair defeated Dana Brooke, and that's your payoff. I guess that's the end of that one. Hell week of a thing. face turn she had, though. Yep, she turned on her, and then. I kind of wondered if they would just throw her in that match uh, at WrestleMania for the title. And then this happened. And I said, okay, well, that's... We probably won't even see you at WrestleMania, that's Dana. the end of that. It was a rather quick match, too. Although they did let Dana kind of carry the first little bit, and they were really selling that, oh, Charlotte, oh, Charlotte could get she's beat. She's underestimating her. Yeah, but then she lost anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho hosts the highlight reel with the real Kevin Owens. This, however, was Fucking brilliant. Mm. I loved this. Uh, he shows a picture of Owens as a teen wearing a Y2J shirt, doing the Chris Jericho pose with a Chris Jericho poster on his wall. Uh, and then he shared uh, Twitter DMs from 2004 with Owens reaching out to him for advice that I'm pretty sure were probably real and not doctored in any sort of way. 14, yeah? 2014? Yeah. Gotcha. So he would have been still in NXT, mm. probably freshly debuted in NXT. Yeah, maybe um, just foot in the door wants to talk to a guy who has most. Who he's clearly looked his, up to his whole body in the door for some time. Sure, um, he said he's not Owen's friend, and he is his hero and idol. And when his music hits at WrestleMania, Owens will finally realize what he's gotten himself into. Jericho was about to put Owens on the list when Samoa Joe came out to the ramp, allowing Owens to attack Jericho from behind. He hit him with a pop-up power bomb and then tore up the list. And did the Jericho pose over Jericho's lifeless corpse. Fucker! Um, the tearing up of the list was brilliant, too. Uh, I, I had a question, uh, and it was just probably my bad memory. What happened to the list that Jericho got a new list from Kevin Owens that ended up being the list of KO? I assume it's gone now. Well, yeah, but like, how did he get all the names back? Did he just rewrite them? What do you mean? You think Kevin Owens transcribed all of the list onto the new list? No, no, no. Because, okay, Chris Jericho has list A. Right. Right? I don't, something happened. I don't remember what. That I don't know where that is anymore. Has all those names it on time. it. He had it He had it that day. So why did Jericho get another list where he's like, oh, you got me another list? Oh, just to tie to your list, I guess. Oh, was it? I thought yeah. he said like a new list. And for some reason in my head, I thought it was like. Well, something obviously happened to his other list. No, I think he had it that night even. Okay. Um, Just check it. Just checking the uh, But the it was in rough line. shape. It was in rough shape maybe. Like the pages yeah. were torn up and there yeah. was scribbles all he over. He probably them. hit a lot of people in the head with it. That's fair. I was just checking the continuity. I don't like uh, my wrestling <laughs> to have any plot holes. <laughs> I like the lore to be straight. Uh, very fresh matchup. Brian Kendrick and TJ Perkins. I fast forwarded through this. I, I But it, I made you watch it after. I don't. And it wasn't very good. I don't care at all. Kendrick tried to push Perkins into the referee, hit slice bread number two for the pin. After the match, Kendrick called out Akira Tozawa, revealed he had Tozawa's passport, and his latest rule is to not leave things lying around on the locker room floor. That's actually probably good advice. Yes. You shouldn't be leaving your passport laying Lying. around for him it to take. It didn't even seem like a heel move. In fact, as someone coming off the disaster I had the weekend prior, I can mm. really feel for Tozawa. That's, that's it. <laughs> He's, like he's probably wandering around looking for it. He's probably told many people he's missing it. Uh, so the theme of the night was Stephanie punishing people that were Mick Foley supporters that yes. had stopped and talked to him in the hallway as he was leaving. 
Uh, and this started with a match between Bailey and Nia Jax in a no-DQ match in which if Jax won, she would earn a spot in the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania, and that is exactly what happened. Um, there wasn't any real weapon use, I don't think, uh, but Nia did the hair throwing up against the barricade repeatedly spot on the it's outside, fun. which looks amazing. Yep. Uh, and then uh, got the pinfall after a small drop, so... Nijax is now in there, and we have two multi-women matches at WrestleMania for their respective titles. That's right, because there's just so many good women, Warren. Well, then what are you going to do with Nijax if she's not in that match? That's exactly right. And I feel like we heard that this was going to be a fatal four-way back when those cards were leaking, and then I was like, well, maybe they changed their mind. Right. Uh, and then as soon as they made this match, I was like, oh, this is how she gets in. Uh, Michael Cole interviewed Triple H in the ring. He asked Triple H how he felt about Rollins' physical therapist's diagnosis. Triple H said the fans were to blame because Rollins started to care more about their approval than about staying in the authorities' good graces. He ran down the fans and Seth Rollins and said there is a way for the match to happen. Even if Rollins' doctors won't clear him, Triple H said he'll draw up a contract for a non-sanctioned match. and He challenged Rollins to show up next week to sign it. Um, I think somebody brought this up last week or two weeks ago as a joke that this is what would happen with this, that they would do a non-sanctioned yep. match, and yet here we are. Yes. So. Sometimes wrestling's predictable, Triple as H, it turns out. Triple H likes to do the non-sanctioned matches. That's his bread and butter. It makes a little more sense now that he's uh, like a corporate guy. And you're like, oh, I don't want you suing my company, and I don't want you suing me. <laughs> True. Back when it was like Shawn Michaels and him at SummerSlam. Right. It was like... Why don't you guys, you guys got a ref in there and there's just having no disqualification match be the same thing probably. Hmm. Uh, Handicap match. This is uh, also a punishment match from Stephen McMahon to Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, If they lose this match, then they are out of the match at WrestleMania and it is a handicap between them and the team of Enzo Mori, Big Cass and the club. Um, this was kind of dumb that they did this. Like when she announced it, your reaction was the same as mine in that it was like, well, that's a weird match to put together. Yeah. Um, the club attacked and beat down Enzo and Cass for the match. Cass took out Luke Gallows, allowing Cesaro and Sheamus to hit a heart attack style bro kick for the pin on Carl Anderson. And then after the match, Enzo and Cass hit the stupidly named move on Anderson. Bada boom, shakalaka. Um, I actually didn't mind this. Like, as stupid as it was, it was like, okay, they this dissolved in the way I thought it would dissolve, and it quickly gets through the punishment that those two had to have. Sure. Because I didn't think they were going to take them out of the match. So I was like, well, I'd rather, them, I'd rather this happen than them beat the other four people yeah, clean, clean or something. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. Or, or to have Anderson and Gallows actually having teamwork with Enzo and Cass. Which also would have seemed weird. That just doesn't make sense at all. So, <coughs> uh, Austin Aries and Tony Nese have a match. Aries got the pin after connecting with the rolling elbow. After the match, Neville came out and said, uh, and, and he and Aries went back and forth. Aries said he is above Neville's level, which is great. Neville's level is tremendous. Mm-hmm. And said at WrestleMania, Neville will no longer be king of the cruiser. And he did the accent, which was actually really, really yes. good and funny. So. I'm very excited for as much as the cruiserweight division struggled with me after the tournament um i'm very very excited for this match yeah i me too i hope 
sincerely hope that it's not on the pre-show. I think that's where it is destined for, unfortunately. Oh, but... isn't there another one? They, there's another one they can put on there, though. There's two hours of pre-show, though. Yeah, I don't want both. I hope they have some cruiserweight representation on there. Battle Royal will probably be pre-show just because they haven't really built it, and it'll give time for Strowman to breathe if he wins it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. You do, you, I think Tazawa Kendrick is for sure yeah, on the yeah, pre-show. Yeah, that one for sure. Um, but I don't know. I hope they don't. I feel like you're that you're right that there is enough hype behind it, and that that match will be a good enough match. You could do whatever the Usos are going to do with those belts on the pre-show. I feel like that is a true championship. That is not super intriguing right now. Right. And it's a matchup that we saw a week and a half prior to WrestleMania. That's right. So not necessarily something that happened. Yeah. John Cena uh, on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, right. Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman have a match. Uh, Roman was about to go for a spear on Strowman. When the Undertaker's dong hit is what I have <laughs> written here again. That's two weeks in a row that I have the word dong. It was just like they went black and it was just thud. <laughs> Boom, boom. Uh, the lights went out. When they came back up again, Undertaker was in the ring. Uh, between Reigns and Strowman, Undertaker chokeslammed Strowman. Uh, and then and we talk about the little things a lot on this podcast. This was brilliant by the Undertaker. Not his he, dog. Uh, that is no little thing. He uh, did this, like, oh, shit face and kind of shook his head in frustration as he turned around and then took the spear uh, from Reigns, who then walked away, left Undertaker lying in the ring. Uh, he turned around as the Undertaker sat up, and they kind of stared each other down. So he's he's angered the Undertaker, and that's how the show Don't ended. Don't do it. So. You shouldn't do that. The man's only lost once. I uh, I will, I guess, reiterate, uh, not reiterate, I'll back off of my statement of two, three weeks ago when I said that there's a very, very slim chance of Roman Reigns beating him. Mm-hmm. I think he might beat him. He totally could. It's conceivable and not as important now that he's lost one. Well, that's true. And I feel like if you're going to make a big moment out of uh, out of Roman and do something with him and make him a heel, maybe, <laughs> then beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania is a great way to do that. People will boo you even more than they already do. Yeah, and it makes you wonder if for a company that is trying so hard to get him some public favor, why you would give him such a crowd favorite to beat uh, if you weren't trying to maybe sure start something but yeah. I've, I've i've i could be absolutely missing the boat on that they could just be like this is our baby face through and through and we're going to make him a bigger star by having him beat the undertaker could be i don't know if that accomplishes that though that's the only downside i just don't know if a baby face is a guy that takes the old guy the the guy that's been around forever forever the veteran the guy everyone looks up to and says this is my yard go away and then beats him. And, and then proves it. Yeah. I think uh, I think sounds there's like, a, a sounds chance. Like something my dick would do. But Strowman might get involved in that match too, just because he's been there for the two weeks that they've had crossover. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if it's an interference or if he like aligns with Roman to help him win. He seems to hate them both pretty equally. Yeah. In fact, he know. seems to hate Roman more. It's a weird, weird situation that they have there. And they haven't, I don't think, officially announced that Braun is in the the uh, Rumble. Not the Rumble, but the Battle Royal match yet yeah. either. So They haven't really announced anyone, have they? Well, Big Show's in. Oh, right. Uh, Dick Knuckle from SmackDown that everyone hates is in. Ziggler. Oh, yeah, Mojo. Uh, Dick Knuckle. But, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Not uh, not a lot. They haven't made a big deal out of it, which is why I think it will be on the pre-show. So, um, studs and duds. Who you got? Ooh, my stud is going to be. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Triple H. I think for That's his uh, his dickishness. I like that uh, across the board. Uh, and my my dud uh, is going to be. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Come back to me, would you? Okay, uh, my stud, I'll give it to Mick Foley. Okay. thought he was really good in uh, in being humble as he le- left and and being all fired up about the... Yep. Like, when he ripped up that cue card, people yep. went bananas. Yep. I think it's because they thought he was staying. They're like, thank God! But they, they were liking it. They ate that up. I thought he was really good there. I will give my dud to... Oh, I'm also going to give this dud to the highlight reel segment. All of that was tremendous. Oh, yeah. My dud will be Kendrick and Perkins wrestling for the nine billionth time. Uh, my dud's going to be uh, Dana losing right off her face turn, which I think does not bode well for her. Yeah, it's just weird that they did that match immediately because you can't have Charlotte lose either, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Without putting Dana in that match, which also should not happen. Mm. But they did it, so that's the end of uh, end of Dana Brooke. She went back to her home planet and died on the way. That's that's how that happened. That's morbid. More morbid than I thought that happened to her afterwards. That's true. Well, that's a Simpsons reference, yeah. I think, is what that is. So. All right. Uh, let's do the SmackDown. Is this from Up Rocks? Yes, it is. Sorry, I dozed off there. The rock's up. You missed all my wallet stories. <laughs> I dozed off. That's what old men do. <laughs> How do you pronounce this town? Uncasville? I don't Uncasville? know. Uncasville? Uh, they that. didn't even, they like build it from uh, the arena, I think, or the casino. Oh, yeah, they were mentioning the casino a whole bunch. Yeah. So I think when the thing came out, it was like something casino. And I was like, that's not a place. <laughs> Well, it's the Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. Oh, there you go. But it's in the town of Uncasville, Uncasville, whatever. Uncasville. That sounds awful, Jeremy. All right. The show opened with a recap of last week's events regarding AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, and Daniel Bryan. Backstage, Styles showed up in WrestleMania gear, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, and Bryan said it was up to him. Styles would still be fired and that Shane was on his way to the arena. Styles came to the ring and said he's not sorry for a thing and that both WrestleMania and SmackDown need him. He said he's untouchable and he can do whatever he wants, like put Shane through a car window and still get rewarded for it with a WrestleMania match. He promised to do it all over again and meet Shane in the parking lot again this week where it will go from bad to phenomenally worse. <laughs> I like that line, too. That's a good line. Um, I... I it's been an easy couple of weeks. We were joking about this. It's been an easy couple of weeks for uh, old AJ on the television program because... Shot a lot of backstage. Yeah, all he's done is just stand in the parking lot or in the Bay Area and just wait for Shane to show up, and then you do something, and then you go home. If they were thinking ahead of time, they could have just shot all that last week. It's true. Like, just just plug a, a few off. more of these in. I mean, did anyone even go back and look? <laughs> Maybe it was the exact same footage. It could have been just a different area of the, the parking lot. Yeah. That's possible. I'm just get AJ to change his shirt. Yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that visor was horrendous, by the way. Yeah, I think when Except he when was, he put it on sideways. When he was putting it on sideways, I was like, okay, I'm kind of <laughs> in with this now. 
But when it was on forward, it was like pushing his hair up like a cowlick. Yeah, it was very weird. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Usos defeated American Alpha. Jimmy Uso crotched Jason Jordan on the middle rope when the referee's back was turned, and Jay Uso hit a super kick to get the pin and make the Usos new champions. It was a fantastic match, I thought. Yeah. Match of the week. Came out of nowhere, like yep. as far as the actual title change. Um, I, it, yeah. The Usos are hotter right now, so I think what they did was right, getting the belts on them, because they feel like the most legit thing on SmackDown to I agree. me. yeah. But only because Jason Jordan... And Chad Gable have been it kind of poorly handled. Absolutely, it seems like so. There's been no character development for those guys. Like all that we know about them right now is that they're good the wrestlers. wrestlers. Yep. Give us some mic time. Then over the past month, we've seen the Usos come out and create, you cut three tremendous promos. Yeah. And people, totally redo their style. The crowds are going nuts for them. They right like now. them. They were totally on board with yeah, them winning. They've given them a reason to like them. Yeah. So of well, course, it's odd because they're supposed to be heels. So I don't know why the fans are so into them. But, I know. But, I mean. That it's the title they, change kind of came out of nowhere, and I find it weird considering there is absolutely nothing planned as of now for WrestleMania, yeah, for the SmackDown tag team titles. But again, we need pre show matches so they can throw something together next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost eye rolly when they flip someone who is getting booed heel, and then the crowd's just like, Oh, no, yeah, now these guys are, I'm mm. on board with these guys, but I think because the Usos did so much on their own after the heel turn, like changing their whole look, changing their style, changing their music uh, and everything that it feels, yeah. yeah, it feels more justified than when you just like Dolph Ziggler, everyone's booing him. So then he turns heel and everyone's a fan of him again. And then he gets stale again. They turn him face. Everyone's a fan again. It kind of happens to Randy Orton too, like where sure. they don't change that much. They just flip them. Same and dude. Ride that, ride that, ter- that pop from the turn. Yeah. Um, but these ones felt like, yeah, no, we're we're different characters now. Like we're they still were the always well, not always. I guess they debuted as heels. Yeah, but they've been baby faces forever, for a long time. And I that mean. same style of baby face, and yeah. they had the John Cena look going on for a really long time. Although it is weird that they still do the oose thing. Yeah, and get the crowd to. Because even if they are booing you, like that crowd, I get they were into the Usos, but yeah. even if they are booing you, they're going to want to participate in the dumb chant. Yeah. Just because it's a If it's something chant. they know, people will do it. Yeah. But I don't know. I like it. I like Usos as champs. I think they look good. I love that he wore it around his neck on the way up. I hope he continues with that. That looked like a thing that they might do. So. Yeah. They, I, they feel in. like the most legit thing on SmackDown tag-wise. That's not saying much. That's a very low bar sure. right now. But that, uh, that, that. Tag division on SmackDown side really needs a good revival. Mm, I don't get it. Something to revive that division. What are you What are you saying? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I just say things. Mm. But I see. The Miz and Maurice aired exclusive footage from Total Bellas, which was Maurice <laughs> playing both Bella roles and the Miz portraying John Cena. I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Uh there was a, the, the smile that Maurice does. Um, she does it all the time, but doing it in the Nikki Bella outfit every time she did it, I laughed out loud. Yeah, because it, it's like this painful looking, like grimace almost, but it I think it's a real smile because I see her do it enough on TV mm. that I'm just like, ah, are you in pain? Yeah, and and when I was first watching it, I was getting annoyed with the whole like let's pretend to do the proposal thing. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized that that's what they wanted me to do. Like, The Miz is being an annoying asshole because that's what he's being as a character in this storyline. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, I, I thought as as a guy who does not generally like these types of things in angles, I thought this was really good. Yeah, it was fun. Also, they called it total Bella's bullshit. Yeah, which, which is, is great, hilarious. That yeah. I had to like double take and be like, did they actually put the word bullshit with stars in the end of it? But they did. So I like it. I like it too. Randy Orton defeated Baron Corbin. Dean Ambrose taunted Corbin from atop a forklift mid-match, allowing Orton to hit the RKO and get the pin. After the match, Ambrose accepted Corbin's challenge for an Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania and then hit Corbin with dirty deeds. Yeah, I like the uh, the little distraction, and Orton gives him <laughs> the salute of, like, thank yeah, you for thank the help. Thank you, yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny that, like, in the amount of time it took to get the forklift out there, there was, like, two crowd pops from different sections of the crowd figuring out that there was a forklift coming out. Mm. And I was like, what is happening? Is someone getting kicked out of the arena? That's what I always assume, because yeah. everyone was looking that way, too. And... Yeah. And then, finally, he gets up there, and it happens, and the pop's not even that big, because, like, You've 90% seen of it has already <laughs> seen it before they decided it was time yeah. to go. No kidding. Um... You think Baron Corbin wins this match? I don't. But I'd be okay if he did. Yeah. I feel like there's more to gain from him winning it than there is for Ambrose to lose in that situation, if that makes sense. Like the... Uh, like as a, as a Ambrose as, is not going to be hurt by yeah, as much as he right. is going to be helped. Exactly. Gotcha. So I think that might be the right call. But yep. it could also be too soon because this is his... First actual title match, I think. Yeah, unless there was like a TV one yeah, where someone was pissed at someone. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, it totally could be, though. Strange. Hmm. Anyways, I, I think it could, it could be a really good match, too. I hope it is. Because fuck did Ambrose have a dud of a match last year. Yeah, the Brock one. <sighs> it, it. Not good. Backstage, Orton was giving a post-match interview when the lights went out. When they came back on, Orton was attacked by an army of men in sheep masks. They held him as Bray Wyatt appeared and explained that Orton exposed his one flaw, Sister Abigail. But now Abigail's power is inside Bray and he cannot be defeated. He's saying he's got the whole world in his hands and then the lights went out again. I don't know what the fucking thing he put yeah, in front that, of him like, was. Voodoo curse thing? Cross. I hope that's not a recurring thing that he comes out with that cross moving forward because I think that's dumb. No, but I thought it would be cool if he was covered in ash all the time when he wrestled now. Yeah, that was my, that's what I thought too. But nope, he was ash clean. Yeah, he had washed. He had taken a shower in his luxury hotel after um, he had scooped up all the ashes from his burned down compound. I like this segment. It wasn't crazy about it, but I like that they did it and that Renee was there and she kind of like just. Fuck this and I need like to ran leave. off and I don't want it was creepy. Sheep. It had a cool effect to it. It just feels like it seemed a little much. Yeah. And there just really wasn't enough there to have make it have that impact of And Randy Orton's a really bad like reactor. Yeah. Like I'm just kinda like, hanging out. Yeah. It's just like, where are you, Bray? Yeah. I know <laughs> it's you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like it that that Moment of him burning down the house two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever that was, yep. was such a big moment that it got me all excited for this. And if they, 
I don't know. That's why they shouldn't have done it as early as they did because I feel like you're just losing momentum now because nothing is bigger than that moment. Right. And the farther you get away from it, the less you start to care about this. Like, yeah, the only this thing really I... did nothing for me to really ramp up the I can't wait to see this match. No, if it was up to me, you wouldn't see Bray until the week before WrestleMania. Uh, and even then, maybe just on TV or have him run out and just beat the living shit out of Orton. Uh, or do a good, like, remember when they did, oh, you didn't like this, though. <laughs> the thing with all the sheep out in the out in the ring around when Cena, I think it was Cena, yeah, he was wrestling. Kids? Yeah. Yeah. Like, something big like that, but in the ring and not, like, a backstage segment. And do it last. Let that be the only time you see him and be like, oh, shit, he's back. And he's not crying. And he's pissed. Yeah. I wouldn't be against that either. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see what happens next week. You got to do something else. So we'll see what the go home is. John Cena defeated Fandango. Tyler Breeze accompanied Fandango to the ring dressed as Nikki Bella, who <laughs> Fandango referred to as Breezy Bella. <clears throat> Breezy got in the ring to interfere, but was taken out by Nikki. Cena and Nikki then hit their finishers on both and locked in stereo STFs as both members of Breezango tapped out. Poor Tyler Breeze. Had to, that's not good. Yeah. Had to tap he looked to great. <laughs> he did. But, yeah, that's probably not I laughed you several times. As soon as he came out, I laughed out loud. These guys were clearly having fun, too. Yeah. It was always nice to see. I thought it was funny that if people have been watching, as we did, watch the Southpaw wrestling stuff yeah. right before this, having Chet Cheddarfield and Lance Catamaran going at each other uh, was, was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sorry if I spoiled that that's who those people were. Yeah, if you, if you haven't watched that yet, you should. Yeah. It's outstanding. The hilarious stuff. Made me laugh a bunch of times. But, um, yeah, Fandango is... At least he got to wrestle, right? Sure. <laughs> He's still getting work somewhere. Tyler Breeze got to put on some ring gear today. They also filmed a video backstage where uh, Nikki Bella's walking, and she walks up to Tyler Breeze in the full attire. Yep. And they do the like old cartoon mirror thing mm-hmm. where she kind of walks up and puts her right hand up, and, and Tyler mm-hmm. puts his left, yep. and they do this. And then it ends with them being like, what are you doing? And you can't dress like me and saying it at the same time. Yeah. And then John Cena comes in and goes, this is enough. You're making fun of the person I love. Come on, Nicole, and grabs Tyler Breeze, and they walk off. <laughs> Nikki Nick, Nick, just looks there and goes, what the fuck just happened? Shit. Outstanding. Made me laugh. John's a funny man. Carmella defeated Becky Lynch. Natalia sat in on commentary for this match, but quickly got in the ring and clotheslined Carmella, drawing the disqualification. Mickey James ran in and joined the fray, as did Alexa Bliss and even James Ellsworth. Bliss laid out Mickey with a punch, then posed with her championship in the ring. I'm not unexcited for this match at Mania because I think there's some probability of a neat surprise mm. of someone showing up. Yeah. But I have not been interested in the build whatsoever. It, it's yeah, how do you build a multi man multi woman match like this? It's yeah. the the only one way to do it, where one attacks one and then another one attacks a bunch the of people first come one, out, and then yeah. this one attacks, and it's just that's how that's that's it. So, uh, the rumor is that uh, apparently Oscar's um, been working SmackDown house shows. Maybe I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. I I don't generally like people winning the titles on their first night, right? Because then what is what what's left? Yeah, really way downhill from there, yeah. Like, I want to see Oscar run through the division for a month or two and then get her title shot and then win it, and then you can build somebody up to finally beat her. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe her winning it in the first night and still being this dominant force from NXT helps, but sure. I don't know. I, I think I'd rather wait, personally. Um, And I hope it's not Tamina. Like, I hope, but 
I hope that Tamina gets involved in this, but I hope that she's not the big thing. Like, that, that this is the big surprise is that it's Tamina. Because I don't think that has the pop moment that you want to have as your surprise either. Because they've, they've definitely left it wide open enough to make you think that something is going to happen. Yeah, even the way they're wording it, like the fact that they're not announcing them all by name of being like, anyone eligible, anyone eligible can win this thing. And the announcers are continuing to point out the fact that it hasn't been announced what the match type is, that it's just, it's going to happen. Yep. And we don't know how know. or yep. what or when. Championship but... scramble or is it a gauntlet match? Battle Royal. It can't be elimination. It? You can't do a Battle Royal because you already got the Battle Royal. I don't think you have time for an elimination. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the thing is, is often they have these elimination matches and just have them be awful. Yeah, well, that's they, the thing. Like, if you do an eight, elimination, eight then it has to in be. A minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So I'd rather it just be a 10-minute championship scramble. Last person has the title, they win. But I guess we'll find out. Uh, the Miz and Maurice presented another parody of Total Bellas. Uh, yeah, just as good as the first one. Yeah. It, it, these were funny. They made me laugh. Yeah, they sprinkled a few in. Mm. I was done with them by the end of the last one. I like that Miz was referencing the rules of the house because I bet you there's a a strand of truth in that whole line of thinking. I feel like I saw on a promo for Total Bellas, John Cena saying the first rule of the house is oh, this. Oh, okay. Well, then probably is. Yeah. I guess that settles that. But I, I legitimately, I think that he might actually be a stickler for things like oh, that. Oh, like, totally. Don't put your feet up on the thing. and mm-hmm. He seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. AJ Styles was in the parking lot waiting for Shane, but Shane made his entrance into the arena and called Styles to the ring. Styles came out and apologized for what he did, but when he got in the ring, Shane attacked him. The two men brawled outside the ring, and Shane put Styles through the announce table with a top rope elbow. I love that top rope elbow that just gets me excited for anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird that this year when you don't have the Hell in a Cell match to... Where'd he go? Like, what? this is your spot, and now yeah. it's gone. Yeah. And he did that spot going home, or at least the one before they go home, at yeah. Mania. Yeah, yeah he last did it year. to The Undertaker. Which oh. is just weird that it's the similarity. Also, he He's continues... He's going to jump off the Titantron. <laughs> he continues to not be able to throw punches that are believable, which sucks. Yeah. You'd think, you know, maybe he watched the tape of last year and go, wow, that doesn't look very good. I should change up my punches. Because he tries to do these quick, like, MMA jabs, but he's usually doing them to, like, the guy's back. So it's like... And the guy can't see where <laughs> yeah. to sell and when to move. And Yeah, I don't know. It didn't look great, but... um, Yeah. That's going to be an interesting match. This match is... uh, I look forward to it in the way that I look forward to a lot of matches that I think might be bad, in that I'm like... Yeah, but what are they going to do to avoid it being bad? Sure. Like when everyone thinks it's going to be bad, how are you going to save it? So when it was Brock and Goldberg, which was when I was like, oh, geez, I don't know about this. It was yeah. like, oh, you're going to make it like only a few seconds long. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Yeah. Uh, they. I, I don't know. They, they got to do something next week to really make me care because so far I'm kind of on the fence about it. Yep. I, I, I'm with you. I'm probably on the wrong side of the fence of it. I'm just keeping an arm on the fence so I can jump over. I still don't understand good. why, like, there wasn't the moment to really make you understand why AJ is mad at Shane. Yeah. 
Like, yes. other than that, they did that backstage segment, and I get that he's a heel, and he, he's just being a dickhead for the sake of being a dickhead, but there's got to be a certain element where you can kind of understand his mindset of, this is why I'm angry at this man. Because they've re- the, the line of justification that they've used has been, because Shane, they put Shane out there saying, I think AJ Styles should be in the uh, championship match, which was dumb to start with. Yeah, you can make it so much dumb. easier by just saying, "I Shane thought Randy Orton, so he remade the match." And then, so then ended up, they ended up what they had to do with it was they had to be like, "Well, I hate you, Daniel Bryan, but I can't attack you, so I'll attack Shane." Yeah, and then I was like, "Well, now you're that's it's just such a weird situation." Probably shouldn't attach attack either of your bosses, that's but this is pro wrestling. General business is what that is. Uh, studs and duds. Uh, my dud was the women's uh, run-in stuff. Sure, that's and, fair. And uh, my stud was the Usos match. Yeah, I really like that match, too. I'll give that my stud. Um, I will also give my stud. There's something else that I really liked, too. Oh, the Miz and, uh, Miz and Marie stuff was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Sure. Uh, and I'll give my dud to the women as well because it wasn't good. the best segment. Um, Scotty texted his studs for the week. Miz and Maurice, Sami Zayn, Fandango and Breeze, Duds, Orton versus Corbin. Apparently he didn't like that match very much. Sure. It was a very convenient finish, and I guess it gets the only way that you can keep Corbin kind of strong and have him lose to a guy that's going on for the title. But Yeah, I guess the I get my the thing I didn't have a problem with was exactly that, where it's like, oh, no, Baron's going to probably lose this because he can't mm. have Orton lose. Yeah. Uh, and then at least they found a way to make it work. Ish is what it is. Um, Since day one, ish. I really want that hoodie. I looked for it, and it's not on the shop. Although, I did see somebody tweet out today that they're selling a poster of the creation of Kevin. Oh, shit. So, that's (laughs) a thing that I probably will consider buying at some point. Yeah, we'll put that right above the TV. Uh, But if they make those day one-ish hoodies, I'm I'm all over that idea. I like that a lot. Just walk around playing the music. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Um, I forgot to pull up 205 Live, so bear with me while I go and find it. The uh, the uh, drive along this this oh, week was, yeah. was very good. If, it was. Uh, people want to go back. If people aren't generally into that show, which I don't watch all of, I kind of watch ones that Warren slides over the table to me. Um, this one is really good. The uh, Luke and Gallows... Uh, sorry, <laughs> Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are insanely funny together. Yeah, they're just dudes. Like, they're yeah. easily relatable because they're best friends, and they do dumb things like you and your best friends do together. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, those were the guys where I was like, this would be me and a buddy, mm-hmm. me and you, us with Andy, on a ride-along, where we're just saying dumb shit. And if yeah. you didn't really know us, you probably wouldn't even really know what we were talking about. But And also, there was the story about Braun Strowman. Uh, there's and a phenomenal is, story about Braun Strowman in there. I don't there. want to ruin it. It's hilarious. You go experience it, but yes, very funny. But an app that he found, which apparently is a real app. I didn't actually look, but I saw on Twitter that people have started using it because of it. So uh, Be forewarned, though, you get R-Truth and Goldust on the other <laughs> half of that. And it's very it's opposite not, ends it's of not, the spectrum. It's not very good. <laughs> the gimmick side over there where they stay kayfabe, and then the other two guys where Gallows refers to himself as Drew at one point. So. Yeah. Very opposite ends. Uh, 205 Live, quickly, because I did not watch it, as I don't do every week. Tony Nice defeats TJ Perkins. Akira Tozawa defeats local competitor. Mm. That's what this says. Good. 
Uh, Kendrick got involved in that one. Austin Aries interviews himself, and then Neville defeats Mustafa Ali. So Neville stays strong going in there. Um, NXT was tonight, which we can run through really quickly. Do we want to? I guess we have to. Um, what if it was dope? <laughs> Andrade Shan Almas defeated Oni Lorcan. Oh. Poor old Biffer. Old Biff Busick taking the loss there. Um, Oscar defeated, Jesus, Priscilla Zuzuniga? I don't know who that is. No. That could be somebody cool. What I guess. an upset. Uh, <laughs> Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong. And no way, Jose versus Sanity ended in a no contest. Okay. And that's it. Seems like it's going to be a pay-per-view match. So. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> a live special match. Mm-hmm. Um, live, comma, special match. Evens the odds. Things like, oh, some some chick got involved with the Sanity thing now. On, on the face oh, side. Oh. Somebody evened the odds. It's, uh... I've seen her before. It's somebody we know. It's one of those big names that they signed, but I don't know which one it is. Shoot. Can't help you. I mean, that might be the crazy Mary Dobson, I think. That'd be all right. I think that's who this is. Nope. 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 It's not her. Nope. nope. Okay. She's got short hair, so. This is the blonde, like, no, stripper-looking military girl? <laughs> not the chick from last week, no. Um, She's got tattoos and has one of those, like, Remember when Zack Ryder first became a solo guy and he had the tights that were like one leg was long leg and the other one was short leg? Uh-huh. She's got one of those. Is she wearing the MMA gloves? No, it's not okay. that chick either. I thought it was at first glance, but. Running out of ideas. <sighs> I don't remember her name. She's somebody, somebody, somebody that Scotty knows that he got all excited when she got signed. So, Shit. She's one of those, one of those indie people. Uh, let's do the emails right now. Uh, Ron Lohenberg writes an email. Subject line, unpopular opinion, or op- opion, as he wrote. Uh, I love Goldberg. I love how he is just beating the shit out of Lesnar. Oh, hey. Mic drop. There's some people who agree with you, it sounds like. Well, maybe you shouldn't watch WrestleMania is my recommendation to you. Because oh, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen, and I don't think he's going to win. In your opion. In my opion. <laughs> uh, Nova Punk writes an email. Uh, Hello, Satpod. I watched this week's episode of Impact Wrestling. Yes, I'm giving it a chance yet again, but there were some things that came to my concern, like why is Rockstar Spud doing their announcing to the ring as wrestlers walk? I don't know. Ooh, I can't That's help you with that. <laughs> weird thing to do. Uh, their top five to six guys for the promotion seem to be Alberto El Patron, Cody Rhodes, EC3, Bobby Lashley, Davey Richards, slash Eddie Edwards. Uh, do you feel like those names are enough to carry impact now that the Hardys and Galloway have left? Thanks, guys. Nova. I mean, those are five names. Yeah. I, I, I knew all of those. I think once the 90 days is up, you can add Jack Swagger to that list and probably go back to the Del Rio angle. Sure. That seems Zeb's like an easy over there, right? Dunk. And Zeb um, over there? Yeah, yeah. He's on screen in some sort of an authority role, I think. So, um, so yeah, there's that easy tie-in as well. You'd have to flip one of them face. But there's a 90-day no-compete, so he won't be there for at least another month-ish. I wonder if he can smoke way more weed with that company. 
Probably. That seems like something that they would include. It's like right in the contract. We oh, P.S. It. You can smoke way more weed here than you could at your last employer. <laughs> uh, see you there. Puts his bag on a stick and <laughs> off he goes. <laughs> uh, I'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs> uh, Duncan writes an email. Dear the Sat Pod 20s. Uh, oh, Sat Box oh, yeah, 20s. Oh, yeah, got it. Okay. I was getting there at the same wrong. time as you. Uh, hey, dudes, I hope you didn't break any of John Cena's house rules this week. Anywho, question time one. How do you guys think WrestleMania is shaping up compared to last year? Huh. Um, I don't love how this is all shaping up, but I didn't love how last year shaped up, uh, especially coming off 20 or 30, would be 31. Yeah. And uh, 30, both cards where I really like the build up and the execution, but I, there's something about WrestleMania where it can be shitty for me. And I have so sure. much fun that day anyway. Like it's the spectacle. Yeah. It's the drinks we have. It's, well, it's tough for them to do WrestleMania wrong. Yeah. At this point. Like there's the something the... so big about it. Yes. Where even when the match isn't good, you're like, well, that kind of sucked. But now there's a big fireworks display because Snoop Dogg's singing something <laughs> onto the next thing. Yeah. It's almost impossible to fail. I mean, not, not completely impossible, but no. it has that feel to it. Uh, do you guys think WWE will ever crack the code in figuring out why the audience latches on to certain characters like Heath Slater during his glory and find a way to use it to get guys they actually want over? Essentially, will WWE ever be able to trick the audience into liking someone whom they uh, whom they want them to like? I got to bottle that's, that shit. That's a good question. Got to bottle that shit. I don't think you can because I think it just happens when it happens. Mm. Like even with the Daniel Bryan thing, they didn't want or not want that to happen. It just the WrestleMania crowd got into the yes chant the one year. And that's it. Like it just, it literally just happens. I don't know if there's a way that you can use it. Yeah. It's so organic. Like everything's always bouncing off the wall in such weird ways. And it can just be one weird thing that happens one weird day. Right. All of a sudden, you have a whole line of Suplex City t-shirts because you said something <laughs> in the ring once on a on a dime. Not that Brock ever needed to get over, but it just seems like it can just be one instance one day where everyone's like, right. oh, shit. But even the I thing with Heath Slater, like the only, well, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons that people latched onto him was because of him being there for so long and constantly losing. Yep. Where when they're they, like, ah, you know what? This guy's all right. And they hammered home that underdog angle with him not getting drafted. So everyone right. was an underdog, right? They're like, hey, this guy's all right. So I don't know. It's tough. I don't think it's necessarily impossible. but And there will always be that pendulum of people who do not want to like a guy because the WWE wants, to like, wants them to like a guy, even if they kind of like the guy. Like sure. yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if there's a guy who people are super into and the WWE goes in and be like, that's our guy. Everyone's going to like this guy. We're going to make it so everyone likes this guy. Sure. A lot of people don't like to be told what to like. So then all of a sudden they like those people a little bit less. Uh, question three. I'm writing a paper on wrestling for one of my classes. And I was wondering if I could get some quotes on why you guys think wrestling has lasted so long throughout the ages. Because uh, it's the most adaptive thing on the planet. Yeah. And there's nothing else like it. It's the best of both worlds for a lot of people in that it is movies, it is entertainment. Mm, athleticism. And, and it is also sports. There yeah. is, yeah, athleticism to it and real pain that is involved with it that there's nothing There's nothing even remotely close to it anymore. Mm. 
Yeah, not, there, not that there really ever was. No, but like it's yeah, it's like okay, it's kind of like a dance. You like dancing because it's this choreographed thing, right. but it's not like dancing because you're just calling your moves while you're out there, like. And it's live. It's yeah, live. TV. It's live, and you don't get to reset. They're not doing multiple takes for a lot of this shit in the back because they right. suck, so they can't be. <laughs> <laughs> At least um, I hope they're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It is. There's nothing like it. So if that's what you want, that's what you want. And uh, yeah, for me, it's just adapted. So it's so different than what it was. Sure. Uh, which a lot of people say it's not as good as it used to be. But I think what it used to be probably would have died out if it stayed like how it used to be because the people who grew up with it would have got older and probably would have got out of it anyway. Sure. Uh, four, with uh, with official contracts being offered to the Hardy Boys, do you guys think a WrestleMania grand debut is in order from the Broken Ones? And if so, who do you think are the big money feuds involving them? Thanks, bros. Much love. Keep on being hung like Brad. Jesus. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. First I've heard of any sort of quote unquote official contracts being offered. Yeah, as far as I know, they're having a legal dispute right now with TNA over the broken gimmick. And I think that directly affects their chances of going to the WWE. Like I don't know if the WWE wants them back if they can't use the broken characters. And it's funny because we say that, but I also think maybe they're so hot right now. The WWE's like bring them over, but they're still Matt and Jeff Hardy because that's what we made them. They're still just Matt and Jeff Hardy. True. Yeah, I don't know if they do come back. I think the obvious choice is to put them on SmackDown because they need they tag need teams like a motherfucker over there. Yep. Um, as far as programs go, though, I, everything would be fresh pretty much. Like, yep. There's not really anybody there. Them that and the Usos already... would be cool. Yeah. yeah them and Gable and Jordan would be neat. Yeah. Form of the Wyatts in some point. Oh, yeah, that'd like, be good. Rowan's got to come back somewhere. That's right. So if it's just him it is weird that Harper. Bray Wyatt is just a dude now. There yeah. is no Wyatt family. Right. <laughs> it's just him. Uh, next email from Han Solo. Subject line Who's coming to WWE slash NXT next? On the latest Wrestling Observer, they talked about a bunch of ROH talent that has their contract ending soon or has already ended. Just wondering who you guys think is WWE slash NXT bound. Here's the list of all the names they talked about. Leo Rush, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Donovan DeJack. I probably said that wrong. Dalton Castle, Kenny King. Thanks, guys. Han Solo. Uh, I don't know because I don't know much about the world outside of the WWE slash NXT. That's fair. And I did read a headline earlier tonight that said that there was early preliminary talks of WWE reportedly talking to Sinclair about buying Ring of Honor as a whole, like completely buying them out. Holy. Um, so that I th- think <laughs> that's would a big deal. Give them all of the talent as well. I'm trying to find if there's a story that kind of breaks it down, but I don't see anything on here. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Leo Rush is a name that I've definitely seen pop up a couple times. Adam Cole seems like a slam dunk, too. I don't know much about Kyle O'Reilly other than he just, just destroyed his leg at the last one. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, if they buy out ROH, then they would get access to a whole crop of new talent, although those guys wouldn't be included if their contracts have or will be expiring soon. So Go. Get that library, though. That's, that's always true. the first thing they go after. Yeah, that's all they really want, I think, is just for their use them in DVDs and stuff. Uh, last email from Jerry. Subject line, Breeze got buried. 
Hello, Sad Pod. SmackDown was the superior show this week. Actually, we all disagreed. We all picked Raw this week. What's the point of the tag titles changing hands two weeks before Mania? I don't get it. We kind of uh, discussed think, that a little bit. Yeah, but. it's a very cold division, so I feel like it made more sense than usual. Sure. Like if 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 those guys if the champs are real hot and you're building up these great programs heading towards WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden someone just wins the titles, then you're like, what the fuck? Totally. But yeah. it's just ice cold. They're probably trying to jumpstart it or at least head into their biggest show with the hottest guys with the belts. I don't even like, they don't like we said they don't even have a match. Yeah. So who yeah. knows? Next week. Next week we'll find out. Uh, are they trying to make it sound like Shane is on AJ's level? I keep getting that impression, and I don't like it. I think they kind of tried to give you that impression a couple times in the Undertaker build. Yeah. And then, for the most part, had Undertaker beat the living shit out of him. So I think this match will be the same way, where AJ carries the match, and Shane gets his spots. Yeah. I think that's what Shane wants too. I think Shane doesn't want to go in there and be like, "Hey, no, let's let's go back and forth on some right. some big classic." Like, it can't be a fifty fifty thing. Yeah, AJ has to wrestle him because he's the best wrestler in the world. They want to give you that impression, <coughs> sure. Like I could see that just because they don't want you going into this thinking, "Well, AJ's going to destroy him," and then AJ destroys him, and then who gives a shit about it? Yeah, and the weeks so they leading- have to make you somewhat believe that there's going to be some sort of competition, but. In the weeks leading up to any pay-per-view for any program, each guy usually gets a win somewhere along the way. Yeah, so or the upper hand in some form or fashion. Yeah. Uh, are you joining Jason Greger's NHL tourney again this year? Uh, I'm not. No, I will not be. And for the same reason that you list right now, I know I'm not since it's on the same day as WrestleMania. What an idiot. Uh, seriously, though, this is a sacred day. No one in their right mind would book something on the day of the Super Bowl, and WrestleMania is a better event Always more entertaining. You don't need to be a fan to enjoy it, or at least that's how I feel. Yeah, well, I actually, I called out Gregor one day when he came over from the TSN, and I said, why would you do this on WrestleMania? Because if a nerd's going to be giving up an entire Saturday, or an entire day, which is a Sunday, to play video games, chances are they're probably also a wrestling fan. Yeah. So how many people are you going to get in on this thing? Well, well the show starts at 5 o'clock. I don't... Yo, yo, we'll be down and out of there by then. Yeah, but the whole tournament went till like seven o'clock at night last year. So mm-hmm. that doesn't. Well, we got more TVs this year. Okay, well, I'm not playing. So, <laughs> so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Also, I got destroyed last year in the uh, bracket. So I, was, I got to the I got to the dance and then got wiped. So I think my my confidence has not had enough time to rebuild. So mm-hmm. hey, you do, maybe hey, next year. That's right. You're still uh, in the middle of that training montage. Uh, he says, sorry, I didn't donate to your video game event. Money is super tight. I thought of you, though. No worries, man. I don't expect anything from anybody. It's that damn economy. That's the fucking worst. Uh, go Oilers, <laughs> suck at flames, Jerry, the Oops. internet, nobody. And that's the emails for today. I like that he's taking that as a gimmick, a badge of honor. That's true, man. You got to roll with that. Like, that was one of the most iconic moments in the Sad Pod's short history. Short-ish history. Mm-hmm. Was Longer than a lot of histories now. Losing his mind about the guy that emailed in that was chirping him on Twitter. Or Scotty. Uh, Sapot316 at yahoo.com is the email that you can send us them. We got one show left and then it's Mania, baby. So Holy. Make our picks next week. Moly. I thought you were going to say mackerel. No. Like Dill from Sticking Around, which you never watched. 
Uh, you picked today's theme, or you picked today's WrestleMania, I guess. Yeah, which took me is, a couple throws of the board, but... Uh, WrestleMania 21, so we're listening to uh, Three Doors Down on the way out today. Uh, this card started with a dark match in which it was the Battle Royal. Uh, Booker T won by last eliminating Chris Masters. 16 minutes, 36 seconds. Let's run through the names that were in this bad boy because I always enjoy doing this. Okay. The Hurricane. Luther Reigns was in there. Yep. Scotty Tuhati, Funaki. Spike Dudley. Sure. Billy Kidman. Charlie Haas. Maven. Val Venus. Simon Dean. Sylvain Granier. Rosie. Rhino. Rob Conway. Doug Basham. Danny Basham. Tyson Tonko. Man, there's a lot of people in this. This is a full-on 30-man battle royal. This is like essentially another... Royal Rumble, uh, Accio. I don't know who that is. That doesn't ring a bell. To- oh, it's uh, Jimmy Yang is who no. that is. Yes. Pre-Jimmy Yang days. Uh, Hardcore Holly, William Regal, Orlando Jordan, Paul London, Tajiri Heidenreich. No. Oh. Snitsky, Mark Jindrak, Nunzio, Viscera, Chris Masters, and your winner, Booker T. Oh, fuck. It better be. Yeah. There's a lot of big boys in that Rumble. And it was an interpromotional battle right. royal too. Yeah. So, right, uh, he was probably still with oh. Heyman at that time, yeah. which is outstanding. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero first match of the night, twelve minutes thirty nine seconds. I remember that match quite that, fondly. That had a matter of fact, fucking building the half that one. Uh, Edge uh, defeated. Oh, that's the Money in the Bank ladder match. Edge defeated Chris Jericho, Shelton Benjamin, Chris Benoit, Christian with Tyson Tomko and Kane. Win the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match. It was a moment. Such an outstanding match. I still wish that they did that at WrestleMania. You hold on to that some bitch for some time, too. Yeah, I until feel like January. Until, yeah, New Year's Revolution. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's when they did it. Uh, Undertaker defeated Randy Orton in a singles match. 14 minutes, 14 seconds. That was the one that I thought Undertaker was going to lose back in my day. Yeah, I remember because they did that. The first time that I had ever seen them do the reversal of the pile driver. Yeah. Where Orton flipped him. Yeah. And I was like, and he hit it? Yeah. And like, what is happening right now? How is this happening right now? Yeah. Uh, but that did not happen. I was worried, though, because I liked Orton yeah. at the time. And I knew Orton was hot. Uh, and I knew they wanted big things for Orton. But I was like, I don't like him so much. I want the streak to end. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't wouldn't have been the right time, I don't think. Uh, Trish Stratus and defeated Christy Hemi in a singles match for the women's championship. That that match went a whole four minutes and eleven seconds. Wow. Lita was in Christy Hemi's corner for that one, so I bet you that was a. You probably should have been in the match. match. Yeah, uh, Kurt Angle defeated Shawn Michaels by submission. This is so good. It made Twenty-seven me. minutes and thirty-two seconds. Sean was in the ankle lock so many times. <laughs> uh, that, I should go back and watch this card. The more I read it, the more I'm like, fuck, this is good a show. good one. Uh, Aki Bono defeated Big Show in a sumo's match. That was not bad a for minute, what it was. minute, two seconds. Uh, John Cena defeated JBL to win the WWE Championship. I believe his first. It was? Yeah, because he won the U.S. the year before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And JBL was coming off that huge run. Right, where he held it for a year and a bit, I Uh, think. I think less than a year. Was it less than a year? It was American Bash, which is usually like July, uh, until April. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because he won it from Eddie. Right, 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 right. 
Uh, Batista defeated Triple H with Ric Flair to win the World Heavyweight Championship. 21 minutes, 34 seconds. That, I remember that being such a tremendous build, build towards that match. And um, I also remember it kind of being somewhat forgotten on the card amongst the, like, Angle-Michaels match and Cena mm-hmm. and Taker and Orton, which they build up a whole bunch, and even Mysterio and Guerrero that they really had to, like, fight for their spot on this card. Yeah. Um, but I remember liking that build arguably the most. Mm. So the Batista face turn really got me going, which is good. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're going to listen to Three Doors Down, Behind Those Eyes. This is a very sad song based on what little we listened to beforehand. So. It doesn't inspire a lot of aggression. Get the <laughs> get the Kleenex. I wonder what match they used it for, because I'm assuming, because there's another theme on here, which is big time, which I think is the exact same one that we played two weeks ago or last week, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it must have been for one specific match that they used this Three Doors Down theme for. But That's I'd... the thing. If you don't get one of the two, like, it's two nowadays, like, main wrestling or main WrestleMania themes. Right. You probably don't remember them because they have so many. Like, remember that Eminem song that was used for one match at uh, 30? Yeah. It yeah, was, it was for the Bray Wyatt match, yeah. I think, right? And yeah. I bet you we'll, like, years down the line, we'll be like, Eminem had a song yeah, at WrestleMania? It's true. What the it's, fuck? It's a great point, but... Uh, three Doors Down is is what we're listening to here. You can follow us on Twitter at SatPod, individually at the Diesel Barris. I'm Brando1990. Uh, Scotty is at ScottBox64, at BB Boris, uh, at PWA. They have a big anniversary show this Saturday at the Northgate Lions Recreational Center. Uh, we've got, um, oh boy. Uh, Jay Lethal is his name. That's who I'm trying to think of. We'll be there. Santana Garrett also in town. That's going to be a wicked show. Not a lot of tickets left, I don't think. So recommend you buy them in advance. If not, you can try your luck and show up at the door. But don't quote me on that either. Um, all right. That's uh, that's the podcast. We'll be back next. We'll be back on Thursday next week, I think. And hopefully we'll get all four of us in here so that we can all make our, our official Mania weekend picks. For the belt, or at least email them in prior to be read. We got gold on the line, baby. So uh, hopefully we can get all four of us in here next week, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. In the meantime, enjoy your week. Would you like to do a Scottyism, or should we just go out with the woo? Uh, In the meantime, (laughs) I got nothing. What happened? Uh, uh, In the meantime, don't take the nude pictures and have them leak on the internet. Yeah. Guard your dawn. I was. Woo!
Is there something here to believe or is it just another part of the 